the eternal connection. We just returned from a trip to England, Ireland, Scotland, and Wales. We went in part to visit the sites of the early church, and more specifically, to the Isle of Mull and Iona, and we almost missed it. The weather wasn't shaping up to be any good at all. The bus couldn't navigate the one-lane roads. We had all but given up and canceled the excursion. But that was not God's will. Father Seraphim, a very sweet and inspiring Romanian monk, would not hear of it. To come all the way from America and not see the monastery and yet be so close? No, this will not do. So with a few phone calls and some scramblings, we lined up a van and utilized the two cars we had available and headed out on our adventure. After driving these one-lane roads with turnouts every quarter of a mile, we understood why the bus couldn't make it. But after arriving at the monastery and singing Paraclesis in this monastery that had been, in, been restored, we understood why it wasn't so important that we did. There is nothing to recommend this place. The weather is harsh. The monastery was in ruins before Father Seraphim got there. And it is remote, far away from a populous city. Why there? Why struggle to restore an old, dilapidated monastery, isolated from the world, under harsh conditions, in a very secular world. Why precisely? All the adjectives that I just used could be applied to St. Philothea. Remote, isolated, harsh conditions, secular. Of course, we don't think of it that way. This is our spiritual home, and we wouldn't have it any other way. This is our faith. And God has us here. He has looked down from heaven and visited this vineyard which his right hand has planted and he has established. As the bishop says in the divine liturgy, quoting Isaiah, the crumbling walls of our society are the ruins in which we are living and praying. The harsh conditions of secularism and unbelief that we are fighting against by our presence makes our job difficult. The inhospitable headwinds of being a foreign and unfamiliar faith to those around us makes us misunderstood and maligned. But none of those things have stopped us because we believe. So too with Father Seraphim, he is not deterred by his conditions, rather he is driven by them. We on our travels saw the sacrifices of the early church. We saw the place of martyrdom of 68 monks at Martyrs Bay on Iona. We visited the rock where St. Columba landed as he left Ireland's mainland 
to establish a monastic community. We also saw the fruits of their labors in the establishment of communities, the achievements of civilization, as we saw in the Book of Kells, the building of churches, the changed lives. We also witnessed the history of wars, the struggle for power, the ravage of poverty during the potato famine of 1850. But the times have changed. Will I find faith on the earth when I return? Christ asks. The whole quote begins, And will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? We witnessed just this past Friday the murder of 28 Coptic Christians on a pilgrim to a monastery. These people were martyred for their faith by radical Islamic terrorists for refusing to confess Islam. They are victims of a brutal jihadist group that has been battling the Egyptian army for years with a desire to foment a vicious sectarian conflict that would tear at Egypt's delicate social fabric and destabilize the state, writes the New York Times. This kind of brutal attack only serves to strengthen the resolve of the faithful to serve Christ more faithfully, to pray more fervently, to act more wisely. It is, after all, ultimately a fight between good and evil. And in the end, only love can cover a multitude of sins. By creating these vital centers of faith on the island of Mull, in Watkinsville, Georgia, in Cairo, Egypt, we offer the world a place to become holy, a place to serve God and their neighbor, a place to be in communion and relationship with one another. We can't make anybody do anything but by creating a place of faith, we give people the opportunity to work out their salvation, as St. Paul says. So on this Memorial Day weekend, when we remember those who have given their lives in defense of our freedom to worship God as we see fit, we say to the world, come and see. In the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.